KCL or live with thanks to the Fairgreen Shopping Centre gift card. The perfect gift for all occasions. See fairgreen.ie. Now, uh, managing anything is a challenge. Managing a hospital must be a massive challenge. And uh, St. Luke's have just appointed a new manager, Neve Lacey. Um, and she joined us on this morning show to uh, tell us what lies ahead and where she's come from. And good morning, Neve. Thanks for joining us on KCL or live. Good morning, Brian. Thanks very much for having me on this morning. It's a massive task, isn't it? Yes, it is a big task, um, Brian. I suppose um, I'm in the post since May this year, but I, I have worked um, in an operational unscheduled care manager post for um, three years prior to taking up this post. So I suppose the, the challenges and the, you know, the, the different things that have come along the way I, I've experienced in the last three years working as an operations manager on site. So, you know, and, and having very, I suppose, robust and really good teams and clinicians around you makes that job much, much easier for, from my perspective. Yeah, I mean, you're going to need that level of experience. It's not the type of role that somebody's going to walk in off the street and take up for sure. Um, but what do you see as being the biggest challenges in, you know, you taking on that role? permanently from now on yeah so i suppose look you know the challenges you know as, as we know so much change has come and obviously covid um you know in the last few years has i suppose if anything has shown us how we need to be adaptable and changeable um when when a situation arises and i suppose we've learned um, a huge amount from that and i suppose that's an ethos that i look and i take as learning from the past and how we can improve and I suppose from my perspective, I suppose as a hospital manager, and as I said, it's a role in its own, but it doesn't work without the robust teams around is an assurance um, that I have that, I mean, we continue to strive to deliver the best care, um, you know, using the standards we have. And I suppose, you know, the support from the government, from the HSC um, in implementation around like our integrated care. And, you know, we, we look and, and in the media around the, the new health region authorities. But I suppose from a hospital perspective, the trolleys, you know, are consistently, um, you know, it's consistently um, a challenge for us. So, you know, that, that's, I suppose, a very big focus and, and continuing the service developments that we're, we're always working ahead to, to catch up and keep up with the new clinical developments. And from an infrastructure uh, within the hospital, I suppose anybody in Kilkenny and Carlow have seen how much the site has grown in the last few years, even in the last three years since I have, have joined the team here. It, um, it's substantial and you can physically see it uh, on passing how big the site has become. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned COVID. Obviously, recently we had, uh, it was described as a COVID outbreak. I mean, the outbreak wasn't obviously centred in the hospital. It was just a number of people um, arriving at the hospital. Does the current um, additional increase in COVID figures uh, look like something that's going to affect the day-to-day -day operation of the hospital? I suppose firstly what I'd like to assure the listeners is that the hospital is fully functional and operational. Um, we did have an increase in, in um, COVID positivity within the hospital and I suppose our emphasis to ensure that our patients, we have very vulnerable patients with many core um, you know, immunosuppressed conditions that we have to ensure that they're safe. So I said we made a decision um, to, I suppose, to try and curtail the increase. You know, thankfully, COVID out in the community, it's very well managed now. It's thankfully, we've, you know, we stepped away from masks and that's true, successful vaccination program. But within the hospital, we still have to ensure um, and, and, and adhere to infection control policies. But I would like to assure the listeners that the hospital is 
fully functional and, and open and we're a 27, 24-7 service. We, we do ask people that they would consider other care options in the first instance because, you know, n- nobody wants to be sitting in an ED waiting room um, for a prolonged period. So if there's a, an option in the first instance to consult with your GP or perhaps your pharmacist, we would, we would ask the public um, to do that. And, but if a situation arises where you feel that isn't we we want you to present and I suppose I just wanted to get that across this morning because we're very conscious we didn't make the decision lightly to close um, to visiting but when we still swab our patients on admission so anybody that's going to be admitted to the hospital so we know the status when they've come in so it was it was confirmed I suppose a week or so into their admission that they then developed different symptoms and we're continuously as I said there's more there's more conditions from as as opposed to COVID-19 from an infection control perspective so and we have a a really robust um, infection control team with many disciplines which you know we we would um we would continuously be um, in contact with so and 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 they followed advice from there but from there I suppose it ascertained that our number had increased and because it if they hadn't got it when they came in, it looked like that was brought into the hospital. So if that's from visitors, if that's from staff, so that's where we had to go yeah. back from what we've learned, back to wearing our masks, back to our PEP, and just restricting the flow um, of who's coming in out of the hospital. You know, we, we're confident it's going to be a short term, um, you know, because I said we reevaluate it on a daily basis. And I suppose on a positive perspective, yesterday we had 40 COVID patients and it's down to 30 today so that's it's positively moving but you know there are still restrictions in place there is still restrictions so what we will do is we will keep everybody updated you know our website is is updated as soon as there's a change we will have a meeting we have have a daily meeting but tomorrow we will have a meeting again to see so I I would be confident and I I will hope that it it will continue to be on the downturn but I said you know our I suppose my emphasis is that we um, are assured that it's it's safe for all our patients that are in here Well Niamh I mean you're moving into that role permanently now you know first of all I suppose ensure you that um, Casey Laura's station here as a show will obviously continue to support the work of the hospital in general but obviously we've got to sometimes ask difficult questions as well I want to I want to quote you from a recent HICWA report um, it says as follows patients at St Luke's General Hospital Emergency Department are exposed to risks of harm and increased morbidity and mortality because of the ineffective patient's flow and limited surge capacity that's according to HICWA. Um, what steps and what measures do you think you'd be able to take to address that type of statement from HICWA? Yes, yeah, so um, as you rightly said, we had a HICWA visit um, early 2023. Um, so I suppose, and we don't, I suppose, we, we don't wait until an audit comes to try and constantly strive. But, you know, audits are very beneficial because, you know, independent people highlight and look at it from a, a holistic or from a, an objective um, view. So we have had we had already implemented implemented pardon me um, improvement um, I suppose techniques if you want to use that word um, I was looking for some extra resources you mentioned the word patient flow um, discharge planning so a lot of work has to happen up house I suppose the ED is the focus of where everybody you know that's the front door um, but when up house i.e. where the patients are in beds if that piece slows down that's where the flow um, is impeded so. 
we, um, I suppose we take a lean approach here for anybody that it's just looking at what's the most efficient way to do this. And it might sound like it's a bit logistic, but beds are logistic. Yeah. But obviously, well, I mean, Hick, every Hick, bed is we did say, Sorry. I mean, there was that the ED is limited capacity to respond to those unplanned, you know, staff leave and things like that. And, you know, surgeon patient needs uh, that that was a concern for Hickwit as well. So they seem to suggest that it's not just the up house, as you describe it, that the ED itself needs some work as well. Yeah, so so I suppose you, you know absolutely. So, but if when the up house piece is sorted, the flow happens. And I suppose we had looked from a resource perspective because sometimes the perception is we don't have enough staff, which we we are constantly have. Like I suppose any organisation, but particularly in healthcare, you know, there's sick leaves, there's unexpected leaves, and there's annual leaves that you know obviously we we have to ensure that people get their leaves. So. What we have done, we have looked for and we've successfully um, got extra um, beds coming into this winter. So that will allow us to have extra capacity um, with, the, with the improvement um, that we've brought in. I suppose if, you know, I don't know if people follow, but our, you know, the trolley has significantly improved um, in the last few months. So our, it, it's how it's measured on the trolley. So this week alone, our trolley has been zero and our attendances are high. You know, we still have quite high attendances. Um, and that's a positive. So we can see the benefit already. But, you know, you have to take to be pl- to be planned, you know, what's coming. I suppose the HSE um, are, have their urgent emergency care plan, which is a three year plan as opposed to this winter plan. And we find that has been very beneficial because it's allowing us strategically plan, you know, in incremental pieces. And fr- from there, um, Brian, we will see the benefit of being able to, to yeah. move through. Now, you know, we have to be very cognizant of the fact that we have an aging population and when you have an aging population they have much more um, care requirements so when patients come in and we we look at a a score how people are frailty score and we can see that has increased therefore we know those patients are not going to and we use the term turn around in a few days you know they're going to come in and they have other complex needs and that's where the integrated piece is really important that we can we work very well with our colleagues in CHO5 and the discharge planning piece so well also just to acknowledge the HICWA report in its fullest nature it it did say you know however HICWA did acknowledge that the hospital management is striving to plan organise and manage the workforce to achieve high quality care and I think that's just fair to put that point that that HICWA did in that report also acknowledge that uh, that you guys are working hard and moving on as you said to that uh, ageing population Mm -hmm. um and the integration of care. Where do you think you can make some changes to improve people's plight when they do arrive at a hospital door, be they six years of age or 96 years of age? I suppose really it's it's having um, um, a plan of care for each patient. And obviously that starts from a clinical perspective, which is, you know, done through the teams and through the consultant and the doctors. But when, when I suppose the journey comes that the patient is medically um, well and we've done what we need to do, and I suppose as from an acute hospital, that's what the role here is, is to ensure that patients' clinical medical treatment um, is optimised and that they're fit and well. And, and I suppose home first is, our, is the optimal that patients get to go home to their own house. If that isn't an option, as, as you mentioned, the patients that um, the older age, are, are in, that, that isn't an option for them. That's where the discharge planning piece is really important. Um, we have two discharge planners here. 
who work notoriously every day and there's a plan for each of these for each patient in conjunction obviously with their consultant but also with as i mentioned the um, our colleagues in the community because access to whether it's long-term care beds whether it's a support for patients as i said to go home in the first instance because that's what most patients and families want to go home um, and that's what we support so it's around you know home support services and what's available there um, so th- we we would work um, on a daily basis um, with our colleagues in the community to to ensure that we can put that kind of care in for every patient. Neve Lacey, new manager at St Luke's Hospital. Um, best of luck for the time ahead. Um, a challenge managing anything, managing a hospital. I can't imagine how big a challenge it is, but best of luck in your time in that role. KCL or Live, with thanks to the Fairgreen Shopping Centre gift card, the perfect gift for all occasions. See fairgreen.ie.